Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Tom Moran here from Tom's Big Spider. So as you've probably deduced from the title, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the fastest spiders that I've kept. We're going to kind of make a list. Now, everybody here should probably know my take on lists by now. They're fun. They're fun. They're, people get involved in them. We... You know, there's always ones on there that are surprises. There was ones on there that are obvious. Folks have one things they like to add to them. That's the fun of the list. It's just to get a discussion going. So this is not, and I want to make it very, very clear, the be-all and the end-all as far as tarantula or spider speed. I always am very careful when I make these lists because people go, oh, well, Tom said that this spider is actually faster than this spider. No, there is no way for me to quantify any of my selections here. There's no way for me to scientifically prove or disprove it. This is based on anecdotal evidence. It's based on my observations. It's based on my own keeping. Obviously, I have not kept anywhere near every species of tarantula out there. So there are going to be ones that folks out there kept or have are, are keeping now that don't make the list. And it's not because they're not fast. It's not because they're not necessarily faster than some of the ones I mentioned. It's just because I don't have the experience with them. That's one of the reasons I've had people asking me for years to do a list of the fastest ones I've kept. And I've held back on doing it because of these issues. I don't want it to turn into, well, Tom says this one's faster than this one. It's not what it is. It's kind of, I sat down, I put down some of my faster ones, I shuffled them around, I figured out where I kind of thought they fell on a scale overall. And so that's what we have here today. So this is just for fun all. That's It's a fun little, although I do think as I go through, obviously anybody that's watched my videos or listened to my podcast knows I love to over-explain myself. So I will go through and explain why I thought these specimens, these species showed up where they did on the list. Now, a couple of things to get out of the way. A, we've already established this is based on my own personal experience. Does that mean that there aren't other species out there that are just as fast and that shouldn't be treated with caution? Absolutely. There's definitely other species out there. So please don't think that if I don't mention something, that means it's not a fast spider. Do your homework. There's a lot of stuff out there, anecdotal evidence from keepers that will tell you exactly which species should be on the fast spider list. Also, I have to point out that some of the spiders I have are probably very, very fast, but I've never seen them use their speed. And I'm, and so I'm, I'm kind of looking at you, Pisolotheria genus. I don't have a lot of if, issues with my Pisolotheria bolting. So I think that when we're talking about our list today, we should probably concede that skittishness is going to be a huge part of this. Is it, These are spiders that I've kept that are skittish enough to use that speed. So that's something that's going to be kind of worked in here, and I'll obviously discuss that as we go along and mention that as an important point. I also want to throw out there that I've noticed through keeping tarantulas that the slings seem to move more quickly than their adult counterparts. I don't know if it's because slings are actually faster. It would make sense that slings are going to be predated on by birds, reptiles, other animals. So being extra fleet of foot would probably benefit them in that situation. So perhaps they are, if you did a, if you were able to lay them out, and I'm sure somewhere somebody's done something with this, and measure how quickly they move, like feet per second. I have a hunch that the slings would move a little more quickly than their adult counterparts compared just size comparison, but I don't know. It's just what I've observed that I've never really had many problems with some of these so-called teleporters when they're older. It's only when they're younger in slings. And again, I will mention that when I go through the list. And then finally, any spider can be fairly fast when motivated. I love, we have our beginner species, our Fauna pelmas, Brachypelmas, Gramostolas, 
And I'll even throw, uh, you know, this little anecdote in there. I had a Eulathus species female for many, many years, and she was one of the most laid-back spiders I have ever had the pleasure of keeping. However, on two different occasions, I've seen her get spooked, and that girl could move when motivated. It was amazing to see how quickly she spun and took off. Again, it was they're just so laid back. And again, this kind of goes back to our previous point that the skittishness does play a part. If they're not motivated to use their speed, you're not going to see it. If it's a spider that's more motivated to use the speed, you're going to see that speed more often. So with that in mind, let's get into my list. And again, I tried not to, it seems like anytime you make a list, there's going to be something on it that is shocking. I think that's the fun of the list. I was just reading a list the other day of I think it was like top 10 horror movies in the last 10 years and the most of them I agreed with and there's always got to be that one that the person that writes it puts on there just to cause controversy. They want people buzzing about it. They want people to go, wait a minute, you got to be kidding me. So it seems like every time you do a list, something like that is on there. I want to tell people that I do not do that when I make my list. I'm not a fan of just putting something on there for shock value. Like, what? I can't believe this is on there. However, might some people find these shocking? Yes. If you have rather laid back, and I'm looking at one right off the bat that I think some folks are probably going to go, really? But I have to go by my own experiences with mine, and it is fairly fast. So that's my disclaimer. I'm done with the disclaimers. Let's have some fun with the list. So number one on the list, and we're going to start, you'll see, for the most part, it starts in that beginner range. So this is a heads up to people who are looking at some of these so-called beginner species that, yes, they may be beginner species because they're easy to care for, that overall their temperaments are rather laid back, but heads up, some of them can be a little bit of a handful. So the first spider on our list today is Brachypelma bami or Bomi, or there's so many different ways I've heard people pronounce it, the Mexican fire leg. Now, I have two of these, one of which was Lazarus, so I picked up, I believe she was around a three and a half inch juvenile. This is the one that was, I thought was dead when I got her. She's been amazing, but she has been one of the most skittish spiders I have ever raised. Not only will she bolt around her enclosure if she's motivated, but she uh, loves to kick some hair off. I have a second one that I picked up several years ago, the same time I got my Brachypelma Classy that I got from a tiny little sling. That one too, a little more laid back, but she will move if motivated. And I think the thing is with these guys and why I put it on this list and why I started them off on this list is because I hear a lot of folks that they're doing their research and they hear of all these wonderful Brachypelma species that are supposedly great beginners. So they're like, well, if the Smithy, Morii, all of those are good beginner species, then obviously this baby I'm looking at has to be pretty good as well. And I think that the babies can be a bit of a handful. And I can back this up by the fact that over the years, I've had several folks tell me that theirs act exactly like mine. They are not the calm pet rocks that many folks describe their brachypelmas as. They can be high strung, they can be skittish, they can kick hairs, and they can move. I think a lot of a lot of the issue with the quote-unquote beginner species is people think that because they, they confuse the spider being sedentary with not being capable of speed. And that's the thing. Any spider is capable of speed when motivated. I've seen my Brachypelma hammeri boogie when motivated. So I think what happens is they read that these guys, oh, look, they see these pictures of folks handling. They're just sitting there calmly. They're pet rocks. They're sitting in the same spot for weeks on end. And they think that means that they can't move if motivated. And that's not the truth. The thing with the babies is that they will move. They have no problem taking off. I used to have the Lazarus, my girl, 
when I would take the top off her enclosure, I would have to wait until she calmed down because she'd usually fly around the enclosure a couple laps and then let some hair fly. Nowadays, same thing. She just molted again. She actually went through a molt where she had calmed down just a smidgen, still kind of wild. But then now if I open up her, like if I were to put her enclosure on my feeding table and pop the top off, she might be up and out before I could even react. She That's what she, she moves. She boogies. Eventually what I hope she does is she has a couple different hides in there. Usually what ends up happening is she does a couple laps and ends up inside this cork bark round. But it is a rather quick spider. And for somebody who isn't used to that or hasn't experienced that, that can be a bit off-putting. That can be intimidating. And I have had several people over the years that said they picked up the bee baby, the Mexican fire legs, and ended up with a spider that they were just a bit intimidated by because they didn't feel comfortable doing basic maintenance on the spider because of the fact that it seemed to a, want a boogie if, if it was startled, and B, seem to move so quickly. So that one is one I'm very comfortable with putting on this list is kind of a, A, it's one of the quicker ones I have. The thing can really move, especially the adults. And one of the things we're going to talk about as we go through this list, as I mentioned earlier, is sometimes I've only had experience with the slings being like that. The adults tend to calm down. The adults don't seem to be as unsettlingly fast. But this is one that I think kind of as a sling she bolted a bit as a juvenile, bolted quite a bit as an adult, always bolts. So Brachypelma, Boimi, Baimi, whatever you want to pronounce it, Mexican Fireleg is number, what did I end up with? I guess 16 I have on this list. There's a couple alternates on there, but um, this is another thing I love to do with my list is just not pick like top 10, top 5, top 15. Let's just throw a weird odd number out there like number 16. So number 16, Brachypelma, Baimi. Number 15, we're going to stay with Brachy Pelma for a bit. This one here, one of my favorite spiders, but my gosh, as time has gone on, she's gotten more and more skittish, and she is fast. I've already had two different instances. Usually when I feed my spiders, I have my table that, if you've watched any of my videos, it's a, it's basically a food service table. It's a big stainless steel table that I wheel around. I have my crickets on it, all my water. Everything I need is on that. A couple catch cups sitting there at the ready just in case, and I put my spiders on. Usually what happens is once I jar the enclosure, they settle down and then I take the top off and then I drop some crickets in and change the water dishes, pull out any boluses, do my maintenance, whatever. It's very, very easy. This one here, every time I go to feed her, I have to like crack the enclosure open and be careful because she's bolting doing laps around the enclosure. So some folks may be surprised to find that number 15 on my list is Brachypelma erratum or the Mexican flame knee. You guys may know mine as autumn. I love this girl. Picked her up as a teeny tiny sling about Oof, nine years ago or so, and she's now a young adult female, gorgeous spider, but my lord, is she active. I rehoused her ooh, a couple years ago and tried to give her room to burrow, gave her a hide. She did a little bit of burrowing at one point, and now she just sits out in the open, which would be great if I could just sit there and admire her and never have to mess with her, but every time I go to feed her, she bolts around the enclosure, and recently, she almost escaped. I never knock on wood. I never have spiders get out when I'm feeding them. I've always been very good at recognizing when they're settled down enough that I can drop prey items in. I'm careful that they don't chase crickets out of the enclosure, because that can happen too when you're feeding. I've had that happen a couple times where you drop a cricket and the cricket bounces out and the spider goes for it. Next thing you know, it's perched on the edge. I'm very careful with that, but I think two different occasions now, she's almost bolted out of the enclosure and she wasn't chasing a cricket. She was just going nuts. So she's one that can move very, very quickly. She was the one that I've mentioned before 
that when I posted some, I think I posted a YouTube video up of her, and all these folks came on and went, well, you got a male there. Look at how long and gangly her legs are. And it's like, it's not a male. I had already sexed her out. I knew it was a female. But again, it was people with that concept in mind that males are always more gangly than the females, not realizing that usually only happens after they have their ultimate, their last mole, and then they're more gangly. A lot of them look just like the ladies right up until that point. So she is, I've known she's been a girl for quite some time. It was one I really wanted to sex early on because I really wanted a female. But she does have that gangly appearance and those long Life legs serve her well because she flies around that enclosure. And like the Brachypelma baby that I mentioned earlier, she has also kind of taken up a kicking habit, which I don't enjoy. But hey, you know what? Comes with the territory. We're going to keep a new world species. But my B. erratum, definitely one of the faster ones I have, especially if you're looking at the new world quote-unquote beginner species. She is one that I would tell folks, like I have a lot of people that will see pictures of her, like every once in a while I'll post something up on Instagram or I'll do a video and she'll be in it and they're like, oh, I want these. Are they good beginner species? And I kind of have to go kind of. Like like most Brachypelma, very easy to raise up. I think the slings are very hardy. Like there's a lot of good going for them, but you never know what you're going to get as an adult. And this is a species where I've had other folks chime in with similar experiences, so it's not just mine. Now, can there be really docile ones out there? I'm sure there can. I'm sure folks have them. But just a heads up, these guys, I've seen mine move, and I'm pretty good, like I said, recognizing when they're going to bolt, making sure the enclosure's closed. And I had mine go from a full stop in one corner, almost up and out the other corner in a blink of an eye. So Rocky Pelmore Rodham, they can boogie when motivated, something to keep an eye on. Now, the next species I've talked about quite a bit, and it's funny because this is one that I do not find to be particularly fast. And this is one that I think is one that it pops up on a lot of beginners lists, even though it can be a more high strung or in the very least a skittish spider. And I think for many folks, this is their first glimpse at spiders that don't just sit there like pet rocks. They pick the species up, they hear good things about it being a beginner, they get it, they realize the slings are pretty fast and skittish, juveniles are pretty fast and skittish. And then I had two adults that went through a very, very skittish stage. And again, I think it comes down to it's not so much how quick they are, but how likely they are or how quick they are to use that speed. I'm talking about Chromatopelma cyaneopubicens or cyaneopubicens, however you want to pronounce it, the green bottle blue tarantula or GBB. This is generally the first spider that many people keep that they can find intimidating due to its quote unquote speed. I've had many, many, many people over the years talk to me about how some will come up and go, I don't understand why this is a beginner species. This spider is so fast. I can't even keep track of it, which makes me giggle only because I've kept so many things that are way faster than the the GBB. I think, again, it comes down to the fact they are skittish and quick to use that speed. I honestly don't find them to be all that fast, but I guess when compared to maybe your Fonapelma, Brachypelma, Gramostola species that normally don't use their speed, or if they do both, they go a couple inches and stop, I could see how this would freak people out. But they tend to be a bit more skittish and potentially defensive than the average quote-unquote beginner terrestrials. And I always do the quote-unquote because we can get into a discussion whether or not they're really such thing as beginner species. There's always somebody that will bring it up. Whether there is or not, they're on lists for beginners and 
This is one that when I put it, first time I put them on my beginner species list, I think I kind of put them toward the tail end of the list as like, these are kind of intermediate. And I had a lot of people come on and go, how can you put that on a beginner's list? This is no way a beginner's tarantula. I think why they're such good beginner species is the fact that they are just about bulletproof. They're one of the few slings you can get that don't need moist substrate. You can sprinkle some water on the webbing. You can keep a moist corner dry, but overall they do not like it. Things moist, which makes them easier to care for. They eat great hit like trucks, grow relatively quickly, are gorgeous spiders from sling stage all the way on up through adulthood. I don't think they have a bad stage in them. Like as far as growth wise, they're just always beautiful looking. So there's a lot there that makes them a really good beginner species. And I think as far as a stepping stone, this is one of the species that I often tell people that if you're looking at getting into old world tarantulas, definitely try a C kind of pubescence because they will kind of prepare you for that skin that propensity to bolt when disturbed that you may encounter with the old world species. So I do think they're a wonderful stepping stone for folks who are trying to, if you're keeping all the gab species and you're looking for a challenge, a, a way to step up into keeping something else, definitely give C. pubicens a look. I love them. I just picked up another sling. My two females were right around 10, just over 10, just under 10 when they both passed. Like when they, they were from the same sack, so right around the same time period. And I, this is definitely a spider I always have in my collection because they're just gorgeous. I'm mean, so much enjoying growing up this new sling. So definitely C. pubicens put a star next to that because that is the one that I hear more. I don't want to say complaints. That's not right. But they come up and more folks email me or message me about having some issues with them early on than probably any of the other species that are on that beginner species list. So number 14, C. Kyanil pubicens. Now number 13, I struggled with where to put this one because I personally think they are quite fast and there are other spiders on this that they may be faster than. It's a tough one, but this is a species that I first bought three of the gold version way back and I want to say 2002. 10 maybe around there and I bought them as juveniles I was really excited to raise them up and I got four males and fun fact this was the first spider I ever had bolt on me during rehousing it was a big moment for me because at that point I still was a bit arachnophobic to so to have one of these guys about three inches or so bolting around scrambling around like an alien face hugger and me being able to deal with it appropriately was a big moment for me but the next one on the list is Neo Holotheli Inci or the Trinidad Olive. I have kept, let's see, eight, nine of these guys over the course of the years. And, and I got seven males. One died, unfortunately, and uh, one female finally. I have my female now, and I love her because it's taken me so long to get a female of the species. But Neohalotheli Inci or the Trinidad Olive, very, very fastest slings can be very, very fast. The smaller ones to me seem like the quicker spiders. And again, I don't know if it's a visual, spatial, like you look at them and they're just smaller, so they seem like they're moving much quicker than say something that's maybe seven inches across. I don't know, but these guys I've always found to be very, very, very quick. I've had two different, I've had two different rehousings where one has gotten out and done a little race around my bin that I keep my tarantula. I always do the rehousings inside a larger plastic bin. I believe one of them was one of the first times my paper towel, towel trick worked for me where 
I, when I rehouse faster spiders, I crumple up paper towels and put them in the corners of my bin. And what happens is if the spider gets out during the rehousing, a lot of times what they do is they race around the edge. They love that little edge. They stay close to it and they just keep going around in circles, not up and over and out, thank gosh, but around the edge. And if you put a crumpled up paper towel in the corners, usually what happens is they go under the paper towels. They feel secure because they're covered and they'll stop there. And that gives you a chance to kind of take a deep breath, regroup, grab a catch cup and cup them so they don't get out again. But I believe this was one of the ones that I was rehousing. She got out or he got out. It was, I think, a male and ran around and went underneath the paper towel was able to catch them. So love the species, but they are quick. And I think the last time I put up a video featuring my NNC, we had rehoused her uh, several months back. I'm not sure which. I posted a YouTube video. A lot of folks came forward and said, yeah, I love these guys, but they're super fast, especially as slings. So this is one that I think can make a good beginner species because they are very, very, very easy to raise up, but that speed can be tricky. So that's when what we, we've talked about it a million times. If something's going to go wrong, generally when you're keeping tarantulas, it's going to be during the rehousings. With the, I found with mine, Right now, she has one of the most beautifully webbed up enclosures of anything I keep. And it's not just like webbing with one entrance or it looks like Swiss cheese. There are a million little, not a million, hyperbole. There are a bunch of little openings and entrances and exits all through it. And sometimes I drop a cricket in and I have no idea where she's coming from when she goes to get that cricket. So it's neat because I'll drop a cricket where I think she is and all of a sudden she bolts out the other side, grabs a cricket and goes back in. So when it, watching her hunt, a lot of fun watching her hunt because again, she will bolt, say she bolts from the opposite corner to watch how quickly she covers ground from the opposite corner to the front and then back again is amazing. Sometimes they'll just do the one where they bolt out the opposite corner, grab the cricket and go back in the, the one closest to where I drop the cricket, which is a lot of fun. But Anyway, and NC treated out of olive, very, very fast spiders. It's considered to be a dwarf species. My female is full grown at about three inches, so, you know, kind of a true dwarf. And you got to figure that, like I said earlier, the smaller ones, they have to be faster to avoid predators. So maybe that's what's going on here. But beautiful spiders. I have, it's funny because the one that they call the gold version looks more orangey to me. And the one I have is the regular version, which looks more gold, weird, common names, you got to love them, but NC, definitely number 13 on my list, one of the fastest spiders I have. Now, next on the list, we have our first old world, right? I'm looking at my, yes, first old world. I, this list is so difficult for me to, to put together because I know old world tarantulas are considered to be the big thing with them is they're supposedly much faster than the New World species, and obviously they have the more potent venom, but I don't get much trouble out from my Old World spiders. So trying to put this list together, a lot of it was like, all right, I know they're supposed to be fast in theory, but I haven't experienced it. But this one, I personally experienced the speed. I got two of these to start off. I had a sex female and a sling, if anybody remembers this story, or let's see how many people remember can figure out which species I'm talking about here. I originally ordered a sex female. They sent me a sling. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. They sent me the sex female afterwards. So I had two of them to start off with, raise them up. This was back before the species was as prevalent as they are now. So they're a little more expensive. And then later on, I got another sling. And that was the one that really showed me how fast these guys could go. Because I found that overall, as adults, I'm sure they can move. I've seen them run a little bit. They're fast. But the slings in particular are super fast. And that's what I normally tell people with this particular species it's a great beginner old world because of the fact that they tend to be more laid back but heads up the slings are fast 
I'm talking about Harpactra pulcher bees or the golden blue leg baboon. One of the only, this is one of the only spiders I've ever had get out and get on me and Billy had to chase it down. And that's hard for me to admit because I take pride in my rehousings and the fact that I don't have things like that happen to me. But we ended up getting a little sling. I went to rehouse it, probably got a little cocky because I'd worked with these guys before. They were fine. This sling shot up my brush onto my hand around my back. Billy had to go around and cup it on my back somewhere in the blink of an eye. And we're talking about at this point, probably about a half inch sling. So this thing could move. And I got decent reflexes and pride myself on being able to go, all right, it's on my hand. I should be able to get the catch cup on my upper arm and have it run right into where it's going to go. By the time I put my catch cup down, it had already gone way beyond the catch cup was around my shoulder. So no chance in catching this thing. But these guys can really move when motivated when they're smaller. I've had several folks tell me and it, it made me feel better. But I had one before this happened, I had a buddy of mine that lost his and I believe it ended up in his couch or his sofa and he ended up finding it, which was amazing. But I've had many other people tell me that during the rehousings, their sling booked booked it on them and they had a hard time wrangling it because it was so quick. So this is one that early on at least will use its speed. I've had other Harpactra species, same thing. The slings are super fast. They're also, when you put them in their enclosures, they will do a lot of webbing around. Most of them will burrow a little bit. They'll do a lot of webbing around the surface. And they're one of the ones that you'll catch out sitting like right out in the open waiting for prey. And as soon as you touch that enclosure, they're gone in a blink of an eye. So H. Polkropies, definitely one of the faster ones early on. The good news is for anybody, you know, as I've already alluded to, for anybody interested in keeping these guys, I found that the adults are very laid back and visible. At least mine are. My female is one of the most docile tarantulas I keep. She's always right out in the open. She had plenty of room to burrow, to web. She just sits right out in the open. I've had mature males that, you know, mature males by nature are a little bit freaky and all over the place. And mine were rather laid back overall from matured males. Are there going to be defensive specimens out there? Yes. The last time I did a Harpactor Apolkerpes video, I think I took a poll about what you people see as far as behavior. And the majority said they were either laid back or skittish and shy. There were a handful that said theirs were defensive. And obviously that comes with the territory of keeping an old world. But H. Polker bees, definitely at least the slings, as far as I'm concerned, very, very, very fast spiders and something to be aware of if you're keeping them. All right, the next one on our list, we're going to call it number 11. Actually, there's three different spiders that could fit this bill. They all, it, it applies to all of them. And I'm going to throw another genus in there on top of it. But it needs to be mentioned because I started keeping these guys several years back. I think I got my first, ended up being a male, but I bought a young adult specimen about six inches or so and was immediately not only impressed by the size, but how fast this thing moved. And then later on, I picked up a couple slings. I raised those slings up to adults. And again, the part about this, this particular, well, we're going to focus on one species, but it would count for all three of them. The thing that impressed me and the thing that kind of made me wonder because nobody, I never heard anybody talk about it was how fast these guys could move as slings and even juveniles, even adults. They're just very fast spiders, but I think it gets overlooked because they're just so darn big. I'm talking about Theraphosa species. We'll call it Theraphosa sturmy. We'll go with the sturmy right now because I've seen more skittishness from my sturmies than I have from the other species. But Theraphosa blondi and Theraphosa apophysis, same thing. Theraphosa can be 
very, very fast. They are, let's just start off with the fact that as slings, they start off bigger than most juveniles. Like they are big spiders, an inch and a quarter, inch and a half, very, very leggy. And with those long legs comes speed. I have seen some of the most amazing bursts of speed from my Theraphosa species that I've seen from any other species that I've kept. I remember my Theraphosa, I have a new Theraphosa stermy that I'm raising up. It started off when I got her, she only had seven legs. So we have a seven-leg Theraphosa. I had her in an enclosure that was about a foot long. Her hide was down at one end. She had a little hide down at one end. I dropped the cricket down the other end. She bolted out, grabbed that cricket, and was back in the hide before I could even pull my hand away. So imagine, you're over top, you drop the cricket, the cricket hits the thing, bones out, jumps out, grabs the cricket, back into her hide that fast. It's amazing how quick these guys are early on. And I don't hear a lot. I, I will say that after I started talking about it in some of my videos, a lot of folks are like, yeah, I saw the same thing. I thought it was nuts. They are crazy fast when they're smaller. So I will focus on the Sturmy because I've raised up three T Sturmy from slings and all three of them went through that phase where they were. And again, we talked about earlier in here, some of them, you just see the speed because they're more skittish and mine went through a skittish phase. My Theraphosa Sturmy's little more laid back. So I didn't see as much of that speed. Like when I'd open the enclosure, they weren't really bolting around all crazy and skittish like, but when they hunted, it was amazing to watch how quickly they could go out, grab something, barrel roll, and go right back to the burrow. Fantastically fast doing rehousings. I remember rehousing one of my T blondies and it bolted at one point and it just super, super fast. So I think what happens is we get so caught up in the size of them that we don't recognize how fast they can be. I've also seen some amazing bursts of speed from the adults. I was feeding one of my large female T blondies not that long ago. I dropped the roach in the opposite end of the the tank from it and it sensed it and that thing charged across, grabbed the roach, charged back to its cave like that fast. Same thing with Apophysis. Super fast, they can really boogie. So something people should be aware of that I love the Theraphosa species. I know that some folks, it's the old uh, big brown spider thing, which drives me nuts. I love them. I love all three of them. I always want to have at least a female of each species in my collection. But I always found it odd that nobody talks about how quickly they can move, especially a little with those gangly legs. And I'll throw in on this one about the same in terms of speed. So we're just going to combine them together or else we'll have our top 17, which would be really weird. The Zanesta species, same thing. Very, very gang, large slings, very gangly as slings, and they can move as well. I love watching them hunt because they'll fly across the enclosure, grab a cricket, barrel roll. I can't tell you how many times I've seen one of these guys end up on their backs when hunting. So same kind of thing with the Zanesta species if you're interested, and I've warned a couple people. Not, It's manageable, but recognize that early on they're going to be a lot faster and more skittish than your average spider. So... Back to the original one, the Theraphosa species, definitely very fast spiders, uh, high up on my list. I think part of it's due to the fact that the surprise factor, that it's just not talked about enough and needs to be mentioned for folks who plan on keeping them. So the next spider on the list, number 10, I actually featured in a YouTube video many, many years back. It was one of the first ones I put up, back when I was just kind of putting things up to show friends and to put on my website. Because I'd have the website, I'd write an article, and be like, you know what, you know what would be even better than words here or some pictures. So I'd try to record something and load it up on YouTube so that I could put it in the article. But this one, I had footage. I went to feed one. It was in one of those little mainstay clip containers I like to use for my larger slings and juveniles. They're about ah, six inches by five inches, 
by about seven inches long or so. And this particular species had two, an entrance and an exit or whatever. And I dropped the cricket in, it shot out one, ran around, went down the other hole in a blink of an eye. It was so fast that when you see me holding the camera, it startled me. But by the time my startle reflex engaged, the thing was already back down the other hole. So it was like, and then I moved. That's how quick it was. But I'm talking about what at the time was Phlogius crassipes, is now Selena Cosmia crassipes because Phlogius was never accepted. Love these spiders, Australian species, Australian barking spider, uh, queens. There's all different names for these guys. But anyway, I've had five crassipes over the years. Unfortunately, only one of them has been female. The last one I just had that was male, I had a crassipes species unique. So I was all excited because I thought maybe I got a lady this time. Nope, another male. But anyway, love my female. And these guys have all been very, very, very fast. And I will say with the original one, that was my first glimpse at just how truly fast a tarantula can move. And I think a lot of us, when we get into the hobby, we hear about they can move quickly and we think to ourselves, well, I have good reaction times. I can handle that. It's not until you see that they can move so quickly that our, we don't react until the spider's already done what it was going to do, that it really sets in, yeah, these guys are fast. And that's what happened with this one. I had always kind of convinced myself that, yeah, I'm sure they can be quick, but I can handle it when that spider bolted the way it did and luckily it didn't go out of the container it went over Mr. Cricket went back in the other side when I saw that and then was able to re-watch the footage and see that I didn't actually move until the spider had already completed its run across the enclosure that was a wake-up call for me because then I realized you know it doesn't matter how quick I think I am those spiders are way faster, especially that sprint speed they got. So the Crassabee is definitely one of the faster ones. I can tell you my female hasn't gotten much slower as an adult because there's been so many times where I've tried to catch her out and about. The last time I took her enclosure out, she was out in the open. I took her enclosure off of the shelf, put it over on my cart, carefully got the top off, got the camera ready, and she basically, bink, took off. She was from one end of the thing down to burrow before I could even start my camera. So she's still quite fast. I also have rehousing footage out there. I believe it was, it might've been this female. It was one of the ones I did. It could have been the other male. I'm not sure I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But during the rehousing, one of them gets out and does some laps around it. And you can kind of see how fast they are there. Although she wasn't even full sprint or he wasn't even full sprint. Still moves quite quickly. Now, if I had to pick an alternate for this area here, I would probably go with something Kilobrachi species. I don't want to leave Kilobrachis out because they can be quite fast. But I found that my Kilobrachis are more shy. So unfortunately, I don't see them out all that much. I haven't seen a lot of that speed, although I will say with my Kilobrachi species, Natanacarum or the previous Electric Blues, those were quite quick. Those were very fast. I had a couple of them that would both either burrow, grab prey, and pull stuff back in. And it was because you were always trying to catch those out because they're so beautiful. And it was very difficult to do because they'd be out in a little blue, electric blue flash. So Kilobrachis would probably be on the same level, I would say, as the Selena Cosmia Crassabies. So for folks that have those, they're definitely very fast spiders. It's just I haven't really had a lot of experience with them bolting to see that speed where the Selena Cosmia, I had that video that showed just how fast they are. So we'll add those to our number 10 on this list. But the main one, P. Crassipes or Selena Cosmia Crassipes, definitely very, very fast. Now, number nine, this one here I received from Fear Not Tarantula several years ago. I got three slings. And they arrived with a little warning label on the vials that basically said something along the lines of, be careful, these guys are fast in all capitals with an exclamation point. So I was like, ooh, I guess I should be careful. And they were. As slings, teeny tiny slings, these guys are lightning fast, almost... I. 
we throw around that term teleporters quite a bit in the hobby. And I found that some of the ones that people call teleporters, I don't really feel like they're teleporters. And when we get to the top, you know, four of this list, you'll see why I don't see that anymore. But these guys were as close as you get to. I remember one particular little sling. I was coaxing it out of its vial and into its new home, another vial, and the spider bolted, and I swear it was out of the enclosure, in the enclosure, out of the enclosure, in the enclosure, in the blink of an eye, that quick. And it was one of those ones, like, luckily it ended up where it was supposed to be, but it was one of the ones you put the cap on, you took a deep breath and went, woo, that could have been bad. So the one I'm talking about here is Delicatheli diamantinensis, or the Brazilian Blue Beauty. As these guys are a true dwarf species, the slings start off really tiny, but luckily they they eat like machines, they hit like trucks, and they put on size rather quickly. So it won't be long before you have something that's a little, you know, larger than the grain of rice it starts off as. But as babies, they are very, very fast. Now, luckily, this is a species that will web up its entire enclosure and it will hide when it's disturbed. It'll hide down in that webbing, which is great because if it were one of those species that was inquisitive or, you know, like to stay out and about and it bolted, you would have a very difficult time keeping up with its speed. Very, very fast spiders. Now, as they put on more size, they tend to, I don't know if they so much slow down or if they just seem more manageable because they're not as small. I think the problem is when they're smaller, they're not only super fast, but they're super tiny. So it can be tough keeping an eye on those super tiny ones, which I think is almost like an optical illusion where it makes them seem faster than they are. Although honestly, with these guys, they're just fast. But as adults, they are also very, very quick. I just went to feed mine the other day. It was sitting out in the open. I took the top off. It was right there on top of the webbing. I went to grab a roach. and I swear I blinked and it was gone. So they remain rather quick, but I found that as adults, again, they can be a little bit skittish, but they tend to want to bolt to their webbing. So if you give them the space they need to web, they have a place to go to. They're not going to end up out of the enclosure. But the diamantinensis, I warn a lot of people because there are folks out there that say they can make good beginner species. And I think, again, they're hardy. They eat great. They grow quickly. There's a lot to love as far as a spider that, especially if you're going to raise it as a sling, that would make a good beginner. But folks need to be aware that they are super fast early on. The last time I posted, posted a video featuring mine, I had several folks come on and talk about their speed. So D, diamantinensis, Brazilian blue beauty. Definitely a very, are they faster than Phlogius Crassipes or Selenocosmia Crassipes? I don't know. And this is why lists, they can be taken with a grain of salt. If you put two of them in a race and measured how many feet per second they can move, I don't know, maybe the, the S Crassipes wins. I can just tell you Delicatheli as slings would be one of the few spiders I've had that I've seen quote unquote teleport, which is why they're slightly higher on this list. Now, number eight on this list, I raised up three of these from little slings to adulthood. Two of them were mature males. They were the closest I've ever gotten to raising an alien face hugger. <laughs> they were gangly little guys, really, really fast. And then the female, again, remained fast. She was one of, for many years, one of my most elusive spiders as far as trying to catch footage of her out and about. Very, very, very shy. But as slings and juveniles during rehousings, these guys were super fast. I'm talking about Omothymus velocipes or Singapore blues. These are very fast by their tree spiders. They have the arboreal species. They have very long legs. And as a result, they can move very, very quickly. I remember doing one rehousing. It was one of the first rehousings I think we ever recorded on Tom's Big Spiders as far as YouTube. Billy helped me. This was the first video Billy ever helped me out on. But we had to dig up one of them because they are, this is one of those ones we were talking about last week. The arboreal species that start off as fossorial. These guys all 
Three of them burrowed extensively when they were small. Not only did they dig deep burrows, but they webbed up the burrows and webbed socks. And one of them, while I was rehousing them, bolted out of the enclosure, went on a little runabout around the catch basin I was using for them. But these guys have always been very, very fast spiders. And again, this is when you talk about old worlds, it's kind of like your quintessential old world because they're fast. They have that potent venom. And I've heard of some folks that say that theirs can be quite defensive. So that can be very intimidating, especially considering the fact that these spiders usually get to be around eight inches or so. I believe some folks have even had ones that reach nine inches. So big, big spiders. But my oviolosopies were fast. I remember... When I got them as slings, they weren't my first old world species, but they were the ones I was working up because they were the first old world species I was going to have to, like, they were moisture dependent. I was going to have to worry about that. And I remember as slings rehousing them very, very quick, ones that I would call almost teleporters. And then even as juveniles, they remain quick. They, these were the ones that you would see them out in the open. You'd take the enclosure down, you'd open it up, and bink, they're gone. So very fast spiders. I think that we can all concede that arboreals in general are usually a lot faster than our terrestrials. So we can put just about any arboreal species on here. But again, this is my personal list of ones that I've had experiences with, my own anecdotes of working with. And the oviolosopies were definitely one of the quicker ones that I've worked with. I did have my female ones get spooked in her enclosure. I caught her out and about and I shined a flashlight on her. It was after I rehoused her into the big 12 by 12 by 18 inch Exoterra enclosure. And she froze from it and then bolted. And she lapped that enclosure so quickly. It was a huge wake up call to how fast she could move even as an adult. So oviolosopies, very, very fast spiders. Definitely ones that I would have on the list. Again, do I have proof that they're faster than the other species? I don't, but I, I would guess if we did foot, some type of experiment with a, like a foot race with these guys, I'm guessing the Veolosopes would be able to boogie and would probably leave most of the terrestrials in the dust. So, Oviolosopes, I stand by it, one of the fastest ones I've worked with. The next one on the list is one that I picked up as I had two slings. One ended up being a mature male. I had my female who is now, I realize, pushing 11 years old. She's getting up there. Starting to slow down a bit, but the Amazonius germani, or I believe at one point it was Pseudoclamorous gigas when I first got it, it was Tapanakinius gigas. This one has so many, and I'll have to admit, I'm going to call myself out. I had to look up the new name for these guys, the Amazonius part. I had Amazonicus or something on my notes because this, this one's changed names twice since I first picked up mine. But anyway, as slings very, very fast and skittish early on, I remember even as a little baby, this is one of the ones we'd go to drop in a prey and it would shoot out of its web, grab the prey and be gone. Very, very quick. And fun story, well, not so fun story, but fun in retrospect because everything worked out all right. This was one of the only spiders I've ever had bolt out of an enclosure while I was feeding it. So basically what happened is I had mine in, I believe at the time it was an 8 by 8 by 12 inch Exoterra enclosure, the mini talls or whatever, the nano talls. And I had taken the top off, I dropped a couple crickets in. Now, usually what happens is when I take the top off and throw crickets in, as soon as the spider realizes there are crickets there, it gets out of flight mode and goes into eating mode. So meaning it's not going to try to bolt out of the enclosure, it's going to try to grab those crickets. Well, for some reason, this one decided, nope, I'm not going to stay in here anymore. And it bolted right out of the enclosure. And in a blink of an eye, it was over the edge of the enclosure, onto my leg, onto my foot, off my foot, onto the floor, and bolting it full, like I had to kind of run to catch up with it toward my tarantula room. Now, this was back in the old days where I would take my spiders out. My tarantula room was connected 
to the dining room where I did all my rehousing videos and feeding. So every time I fed something, I'd bring everybody out. I'd feed them on the dining room table, bring them back in. This thing made the trek from about, I would say probably about eight to 10 feet away from the tarantula room in a matter of seconds. Hit my, luckily it landed on my foot so it didn't have any fall damage or get hurt that way. Onto the floor a couple inches and then sprinted toward the tarantula room. And I remember my tarantula room, there was a hole in the floor where I think they had probably originally had piping running through and then they redid it and they took the piping out. So there was a hole. I was so afraid it was going to get to the hole. So I ended up cupping it like a foot away from the hole, but I'll tell you, I had to move. So to watch this was one of the few spiders I've ever, I think it's the only spider I've ever had get off of the table and onto the floor and to see how quickly it could move once it had that open area in front of, of the front of it, it was a wake up call. So this one's high up on the list because it's one of the only ones, if not the only one I've ever seen full sprint in an open area. Like the world was its always, it could have just taken off and been anywhere in that tarantula room. So high on the list, because again, they are known back in the day, this was considered to be a tapetic, obviously the genus tapetic And although it's been moved out of that genus tapetic I don't have many tapetic I've only kept a handful of them. This was one of them. Then the name change, but they are known to be very, very fast spiders. And they are one of the ones that's often labeled as a teleporter. So for the folks who keep Tapanakinia species, please recognize that this is kind of your honorable mention here because I just don't have any to do, uh, to uh, pull from his experience to say these are the fastest ones I've kept. But back when my Amazonius germani ran for me, it was considered Tapanakinia. So that's how I'm roping it all in. So Amazonius Germani, definitely fast, very fast spiders. Tappies, known for being very, very fast spiders. Hopefully some folks that keep tappies will chime in with their experiences of them. I just don't have enough to mention them officially on the list. Now for number six, I'm going to be completely honest. I've not had any major experience. I've seen them move as slings. They can boogie. I've seen mine motivated as adults, how quickly they can come out, especially when they're hunting, but I've had zero issues with them as far as rehousings, whether it be slings, whether it be juveniles or adults. So I'm, I struggled to come up with a, an anecdote to share of when I've seen one use, really use its speed. However, I feel like I would be wrong to not include them on this list and not include them high up on this list because when motivated... These, this genus, and we're just going to kind of go through the whole, cover the whole genus here, but each species in this genus can really, really boogie. So I'm going with, for number six, Peace Letheria, and I'm going to go with Peace Letheria ornata because I found my ornata to be some of the more skittish Peace Letheria species. And again, as we mentioned earlier on in this podcast, you have to factor in the skittishness. They can't just have the speed. They kind of have to use the speed for you to be able to see it. And I have seen right before I was putting together this video and I was trying to decide which piece of Letheria species I was going to do. One of my ornata was out and about. So I went to feed her. I dropped the cricket in. She circled around the enclosure like four times, grabbed the cricket and went inside. So I'm like, oh, there we go. There's our fast one. But piece of Letheria, obviously, it's an, they are a boreal species. As a boreal species, they have those long life bodies, those long legs, and they're meant for speed. They're in trees. I've seen Peace Letheria species. I've thrown crickets in, and they have grabbed the crickets out of the air. That's fast. So even right there, just their reflexes are fast. And then I've seen, I've had a couple instances where slings have bolted, 
And I, again, I was impressed by their ones that you could almost call teleporters because they move so quickly. I've opened up enclosures, had the slings caught out. They kind of do that little shuffle step where they're like, I don't know where to go. Boom, gone. They're hiding. So very, very fast spiders. But I'm going to focus on, we'll focus on just the Ornata because those are widely considered by folks who keep Peace Letheria to be some of the more skittish Peace Letheria. It's why a lot of folks will tell you that you should get some experience keeping some of the other potentially more laid back species before you get into Ornata because Ornata can, again, that skittish, with that skittishness comes some defensiveness. There's been folks that have said theirs have held their ground, but Peace Letheria, very, very, very fast spiders. The thing I found with them is if you give them room, A, they more, they're more likely to use their camouflage than bolt. I've had many times where I've opened up enclosures, caught them out and about, and instead of throwing up a threat posture or bolting, they flatten themselves out thinking, hey, you know what? If I flatten out against this cork bark, my camouflage is going to help me. They're not going to see me. I'm going to be safe. So I've seen that many, many times. I've also seen ones that just calmly go to their burrows. They're like, all right, I'm not going to stay out here and be out in the open. I'm just going to slip around the corner here and hide behind this cork bark. So they would much rather use that speed to just kind of get out of the way and be hidden. In all the years I've been keeping Peace Letheria, it's been about, I want to say 12 now maybe, I've never had many issues with them whatsoever. And I've kept many different species Probably if I would add up maybe 30 to 40 different specimens over the years, zero issues. So this is why, you know, obviously when we talk about the advanced species with Peace Letheria, I always feel like that advanced thing is because of the potential they have for being fast. You know, if somebody screws up during a rehousing, yeah, you can end up with a spider that bolts. You can end up with a spider that is defensive. You can end up with a bite. And I think it's that potential for that type of situation that gives them the bad rep, but I just haven't seen a lot of that activity. But you can't really do a list of the fastest tarantula species out there without including Peace Letheria. I have seen videos over the years of what they can do and how quickly they can move when motivated, and it's no joke. So number six, we're going to say Peace Letheria. We're going to stick to Peace Letheria or Nada, but any of them have the potential to be fast. I know my Tigrina Wasellis back in the day were very, very skittish, and they would boogie. They all have that potential, but Metallica, that's another one that tends to be, you know, they will bolt, they get a little more skittish, a little more freaked out when you take the tops off and they'll sometimes run and hide and they can move very, very quickly. But Peace Letheria, definitely up there on the list of the fastest tarantulas or spiders that I keep. All right, we've come up to the last tarantula species that's going to be on this list. This is, I believe, my number five, unless I miscounted, which I've done before, so it wouldn't surprise me. But again, we're going to look at an entire genus of tarantulas because I had, a, well, no, we'll pick one. I have one that I've seen use its speed before, and it is ridiculously impressive. We are going to go with Somopius for our final tarantula species as far as speed. And again, what puts, I always put Somopius above Peace Letheria as in terms of difficulty to manage in, in terms of behavior, because I honestly, and we just had this discussion, I had several comments on some Peace Letheria videos recently of folks going, yeah, you know what? I, I have Peace Letheria. They are very easy to manage overall. Like they're much more laid back than my Tapetokinius or my Smopius species. And I agree. I find, and I'll grant it, I don't have a lot of difficulty with just about any of the spiders I keep, but between the two of them, I've had more issues with my Somopius bolting and being a little more rambunctious and skittish than any of my Peace Letheria species. As I mentioned earlier in this, we kind of have to take that skittishness into account, or at least I had to in terms of putting my list together because it, I have to not only 
know that it has the speed. I have to see the speed. And for me to see the speed, the spider has to have that skittishness, that propensity to possibly bolt. And I think I see that much more with Salmopia species than I see with Pisolotheria. Now, as far as narrowing it down to one Salmopia species, I thought about doing Reduncus, but those guys, they were very skittish early on. They could definitely move, but they weren't terrible. The ones that I would put, because I've raised, I think, four of them now, Salmopius Armenia are also known as the Venezuelan Sun Tiger, probably one of the coolest common names. I'm not a big fan of the common names, but that does have a ring to it. But the Salmopius Armenia, I've raised four. Unfortunately, I'm batting one female, three males, and all of them were particularly skittish. I mean, the female, my female now is very, very shy. The She did go through a stage, though, where she was a little more out in the open often, and she could move. I also had the last one I got end up being a male. I got as a sling. I don't think I recorded this rehousing, but when I went to rehouse them, this one gave me a little bit of trouble because she was kind of bolting, or he was kind of bolting around. But they are very, very, very fast. And this is one of the species that early on used to hear people talk about all the time as being a teleporter. A teleporter is one of those spiders that moves, disappears in a blink of an eye. It's too fast for us to react to. Humans just don't have the reaction time to keep up with these. And I have seen as slings them move. I've seen slings in 32 ounce deli cups, little tiny ones bolt out, grab a prey and be back in a blink of an eye. So these guys can move. And I think some of them are a little more motivated to use that speed when startled, more motivated than many of the Pisolotheria species. So, Somopius in general, very, very fast spiders, especially slings. And this is another one that I mentioned earlier on that the slings seem to be faster than the adults. And by that, I mean, as slings, it's all, they're almost overwhelmingly fast. Like, how am I going to deal with this thing, especially when it puts on some size? But once they put on some size, they I don't know if it's just because they're a bigger target, but they appear to slow down a bit or be more manageable. I don't know. I have no scientific proof to show that the slings are faster pound for pound than the adults, but that's how it always seemed to me. So as they grow up, I have zero issues with them once they get older. Can they be fast? Yes, but it's not anywhere near an unmanageable level. But as when they're babies, when they're slings and juveniles, I've seen a lot more of that speed. So number five on this list is Somopius Armenia. All Somopius are very fast, something to be aware of. And yes, I would put them a little higher on the list than the Pisolotheria. I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to come out and say, oh, I, I, Pisolotheria are way faster. It may be. And again, that's the fun of doing these lists. This is just from my own personal experience. Other people's personal experiences may vary. So obviously, at the beginning of the list, I said I would be including things other than just tarantulas because I think uh, it wasn't just the fastest tarantula list. It's spiders in general and the ones I've worked with. And what I found that when I moved into keeping more true spiders and my galomorphs, is that what we think is fast when it comes to tarantulas is nothing in comparison to some of these true spiders and my galomorphs. Like, it's not even comparable. And I will tell you, when I started keeping some of these and I went back and started working with tarantulas, it was almost laughable that we ever thought these guys were that quick. Because although they're fast, don't get me wrong, these some of the ones I'm about to mention are just so quick that it, even these little tiny slings up to adults that it just it almost makes some of the tarantula species seem slow. The ones I thought were super fast, I work with these spiders, like, nope, never mind. So not only did I find these uh, specimens I'm about to talk about, these species incredibly, incredibly rewarding to keep, but it did give me a new perspective on what spider speed 
can be. So number four on our list today are Lycosidae species or wolf spiders. I've kept three different wolf spiders, a couple of just the homegrown ones, and then I had the Porto Santo wolf spider. And they are fat. These are the one thing we have to understand is with the majority of tarantula species, even the boreal ones, now boreals have to be a little more, a, a little quicker because they're sometimes catching flying insects out of the sky. They'll catch moths. Things are flying by, sometimes even smaller birds they've caught. They need to have that, those reflexes and that speed to hunt like that. But a lot of the, the majority of tarantula species we keep are ambush predators. Sure, they need to be fast, but in very quick bursts to get something that wanders too closely to their dens or their burrows. They come out, they grab it, and, and they pull it back in. Some of the spiders we're going to be talking about now are actually active spiders, meaning they walk around, they walk around all day, they have to eat more because they're using up, expelling more energy, and they catch things, they chase things down. Wolf spiders, if you watch them hunt, it's amazing. I used to love dropping, I'd purposely drop crickets and roaches in the opposite side of their enclosures so that I could watch them, recognize they're there, they see them, they run out, they hunt them down, they chase after them, grab them, subdue them, and eat them. And they do it in a blink of an eye. You got to figure they have to be faster than those insects out there that are going to be able to bolt from them. They're sometimes running from a distance to catch them. So speed is of the essence. I believe there's something out there that says a cosidae, they've measured some of the wolf spiders, and they move like two feet per second. That's ridiculous for a spider that's that small. So Wolf spiders, definitely amazing, fast spiders. They're a different level, and they keep that speed through adulthood. So we talked about some of the tarantula species. As they get older, they just at least appear to slow down a little bit. They don't seem to be as as quick as their sling counterparts. But with wolf spiders, they keep that speed all the way throughout their lives. And again, for any folks out there who have kept wolf spiders, you can back me up on this. They can hunt, and they're fun to watch hunt. Now, comparable to wolf spiders, I'm going to put them about the same speed. And all the, the, the number four, three, and two are very comparable with in terms of speed. But I'm going to put in Dolomiti species, fishing spiders. I've kept a couple species of fishing spiders. There are another ones, another type of spider that is very, very fast. Again, they get big, so three, three and a half inches leggy and they use those long legs for speed i've seen them hunt i remember watching the big female on my porch hunt and grab something it was like a foot away she saw it stalked it and grabbed it the i'm keeping currently the one that i i posted a video of the dolomites tenebrosis or dark fishing spider that I found on the my basement door. I ended up pulling it in. I couldn't resist myself. She was out there looking pretty pitiful, lost a leg. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to raise her up or him up. Anyway, I recently put her in a large 8 by 8 by 12 inch, one of the Crepella tanks. I love that name. And she had a piece of cork bark. She was on the cork bark, and I dropped in a few tiny red runner roaches. Now, anybody that's kept B lateralis knows those things are very, very fast. I watched her to, to see one on the bottom of it. It was about seven inches away from her, and she sprinted at it, grabbed it, and ate it. It was so quick, the roach didn't even have a moment to bolt. It just sat there, and by the time the roach realized what was happening, it was already caught up. So they move very quickly, and again, I find them in terms of, you know, probably when compared to some of the faster slings we've talked about, the tarantula slings, probably comparable, but these guys just seem to keep that speed through their entire lives, they're fast as babies, they're fast as adults, they're w- wickedly fast. My Dolomites Triton or a six-spotted fishing spider, I raised one of those. I had two of them. One was older when I got and I got another one, raised them up. Again, they would bolt across that enclosure, grab those things so fast. It was like a blink in an eye. Amazing to watch. So 
Definitely the fishing spiders, some of the fastest spiders out there in terms of speed. Now, the next one shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that's been watching my videos or listening to me gush about these, but for number two, I would have to put the curtain web spiders or Diplurodi. The I have several Linotheli species. These guys are leggy. I think they are an arachnophobe's worst nightmare. And I've had a lot of folks come on and say, my gosh, this is like something out of a nightmare because of those long slender legs and how they move. They skitter. They fly. They are super fast. And usually the cool part is they are running on webbing, which isn't as forgiving as obviously a, a flat surface. So to see how quickly they can bolt out of their den and grab something on that webbing, is amazing. If you watch them out and about, if they're not on webbing, like if they were on, say, dirt, I'm guessing they would be even quicker. But the babies, the little slings, super duper fast, like easily one of the fastest things I've ever kept. And then as the adults, you're talking about spiders that can get to be my harmonica oi pokey was seven inches when she passed away. She was six inches before that, and that spider could move. So again, I've been posting up, I post up a lot of videos of these guys hunting because they're just so darn cool to watch. I just did a hunting video the other day that I'm going to post up probably was my Linotheli phallix and my big female who's probably pushing about six inches, five and a half, six inches or so. But it's a 30-second video, and the actual her coming out and grabbing the cricket lasts about one second. It's like she comes out, she feels it, she comes out a little further, a little further, and then bam, hits it, runs back to its burrow, she's gone. So the Diplurodi are easily some of the fastest spiders out there, made more impressive by the fact that they are running on webbing, which has to slow them down a little bit, but it doesn't seem... I just figure, like, law of physics, if you're walking on something that's kind of springy and bouncy, it's got to slow you down a little bit, but it doesn't seem to slow them down all that much. They still move like lightning when they hunt. And for anybody hearing this that is thinking, my God, you've been trying to get me to buy one of these for a year now, and you're telling me they're super fast... They're not unmanageable because they will bolt to their burrows rather than run. These are spiders. These are spiders that they use that speed to run rather than stand their ground. When you look for bites, a lot of what you read is these guys are very reluctant to bite because they're not going to stand their ground. They're going to use their speed to get out of the way. So not ones I've had no issues containing them whatsoever because when they're out, if they get disturbed, say I open up their enclosure and they're out and about and I disturb them or I hit the webbing too hard, like it shows that something big is there as opposed to just a roach or feeder insect, they immediately run and hide. I've had zero issues with them bolting or coming out. The only thing you got to be careful with is they will web up to the top of the enclosure. So if they chase a cricket out, that could be an issue. But very easily managed, but man, are they fast. So the Plurodi is my number two. And then my number one, I haven't done a lot of videos on these because I have a very difficult time getting good footage because I'm afraid they're going to bolt out of their enclosures. These are the spiders that actually finally gave me a run for my money and made me realize I still had a ways to go as far as rehousings and working with fast spiders because they are so quick, they were almost unmanageable at first. It was like, I was working with them, like how do people that sell these manage to get them from point A to point A during rehousings or basically packaging them up for sale? Like it blew my mind. I actually went out and bought a butterfly enclosure, a net butterfly enclosure to work with them to make sure that they always stayed contained so that they didn't get away. But I'm talking about spiders from the family Sparacidae. 
the huntsman spiders, heteropodra species mostly are the ones that I've kept. My lord, are these guys fast. First off, the way their legs are oriented, it allows them to move in either direction or any direction they want in a blink of an eye. So with tarantulas, generally speaking, they're going to go forward. If they turn, if they want to go backwards, they have to spin and go backwards, which gives you time to contain them. With huntsman spiders, they go any direction, 360 degrees. They bolt off in that direction and they do so with speed that is almost, it needs to be experienced to be believed. These guys are true teleporters. These are spiders that are gone. They, I, I had one inside that butterfly enclosure that got out of the enclosure, was up to the top, around the side, bolted around several times, and back down in the enclosure from the time it took me to basically start to pull my hand out of the opening I had. I was in there with my tongs. I tried to get out. I got out all around the enclosure. And I hadn't even had my hand completely out of that butterfly enclosure before it had gone back in. That's how fast they move. It is unbelievable. If anybody has watched my video with the heteropoda species Thai cave spiders, they were originally sold as H. maxima. They were not H. maxima. They're not true H. maxima. These are the Thai cave variety that come from a different region, different area, but they still get quite big. And those little babies, that was the one in the video that we had to stop recording at one point and Billy had to find this thing on my back. It was small. It was up my arm and around my back in a blink of an eye. There was nothing I could do to stop it. Way too quick to slow it down. I just had enough time to pull the sleeves of my shirt down so it didn't get underneath and into them, which would have been a nightmare for it to go right up over the the fabric around my back and hide. So these guys, I've had buoy eyes, my buoy eye, when I had to do the rehousing, super fast, like blink of an eye, my lanula, super fast. I have some of the venatoria. These are ones that I had won. I went to feed it. I dropped the cricket in. The thing came out of the enclosure, wrapped the out, ran around the outside of the enclosure, went back into the enclosure, and grabbed the cricket in the time it took me to maybe move my hand three inches. That's how fast they are. You really, I love, like, I, it gave me a new perspective as far as keeping tarantulas because we talk about our tarantulas being super fast and teleporting. Nah, you haven't seen teleporting until you've worked with baby huntsman spiders, even larger huntsman spiders. They don't lose the speed when they get larger. My heteropoda species Thai cave spiders, I have one that's around six inches, six and a half inches or so. I went to feed her the other day. I startled her. It was the spider was there and the spider was gone and I never saw her move. That's how fast they go. So huntsman spiders would be my number one for the fastest spiders that I've personally worked with. I think it's a whole nother level from tarantulas. I thought I was ready. I thought, I think I'd kept the David Bowie's Heteropoda David Bowie's, those should have been a wake-up call for me because when I got my first several years ago, it was like the first batch that came to the United States. I kept three of them. And I could I remember trying to feed those freaking out because I could barely get the top open and drop a prey at them in before they went boop, came up, grabbed the prey at them, and they disappeared into their web. So just amazingly fast. And I remember rehousings, one of the rehousings, one of them got out, and it was so it was a tiny little thing, and it was running around that catch basin I have so fast that I couldn't even figure out where to put the catch cup to catch it. Usually with tarantulas, even with slings, I kind of get their trajectory. I put the catch cup down and let them run right into it. By the time I put my catch cup down with this thing, it was already by it and going around for another lap. So 
In my humble opinion, the Sporacidae species are some of the fastest things out there. And in my humble opinion, the fastest spiders out there, and I know there's ones that people are going to chime in with other species, probably some of the trapdoor spiders. And geez, now that I think of it, I almost left something off that would have definitely made the list, probably around four or five, around same speed, I would say, as the wolf spiders and the fishing spiders. The wandering spiders, I've had Cupienius gatazi, I love that spider, and Cupienius sally, the tiger wandering spider, both were incredibly fast spiders, very, very fast spiders, as slings, very, very fast, again, active hunters, they're out there, they spot the prey, they run down, they grab it, very quick spiders, so those would have to be on the list right in there as well, I'm kind of, I'm upset I didn't remember this or didn't think of this when I made the actual list, but at least we got the mention and kind of pigeonhole them in there between the other ones, but I love the wandering spiders, again, there's something about watching the active hunters that really, when you're used to tarantulas, you drop the prey in front of them, they sense it, they grab it, they see the ones chase it around the actual aquarium, those are awesome. So yes, the wandering spiders, very, very fast as well, those should be mentioned on the list, so that bumps all our tarantula species back another one, I don't know, it's, again, it's just a fun list, but those need to be mentioned as well, definitely would have those on there. So that is my list of the fastest ones I've worked, I've worked with, I would love to hear other folks, I definitely want to hear from folks that have stuff that didn't make the list, that they think should be on the list and where they think it should be. Again, as with every list I've ever done, I'm sure later on, luckily I caught, if I didn't remember Wandering Spiders, I would have been kicking myself in the butt after I published this. Luckily I thought of that one, but I'm sure later on after I'm listening to this again and going through it, but this is my list for now. So, that will do it for this one. As always, you can find me on thomasbigspiders.com. You can find me on Tom's Big Spiders Podcast. You can leave comments on Spotify, on YouTube. I post up a video featuring my Grandma Stola Rosea, the one that I realize now will be 10 years old in January of next year, so almost 10 right now, and she is a whopping three inches, so very, very slow-growing spider, but we got a little threat posture out of her, which I think is adorable and I thought was very timely because I just posted a video uh, featuring a P. Murinus and a lot of folks and I were talking about the fact that we get more threat postures and stubbornness out of our new worlds and we do our old worlds and there you go, you get one that's a new world species that is throwing up the old threat posture. She had her fangs out and everything. She meant business. So if you're interested in looking that out, check it out. I'll also be posting up the L. Phallix hunting video because, again, I just enjoy watching them hunt and I love sharing it and people seem to dig it. So that will do it for this one. As always, guys, stay safe. We'll catch you all next time.